Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back. I am Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Zen FM, Simul Radio and Simul TV. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. To find out our broadcast schedule on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. And by the way, there is 724-365 broadcasting on that website with our compliments. And for the Exxon TV show on Simul TV, to find out what's going on there, www.simultv.com. My guest this hour is Eric Rain's Exonation, and after an intense energetic activation in 2012, Eric became aware of the implementation and parasitic conduct by direct observation. His subsequent search for answers about this experience led him on a journey to self-discovery. This uh, discovery, coupled with ample real-world practice, allowed him to gain a deep understanding of this invasive system how to promote self-protection through daily practices, and how to remove these false constructs from himself and others. Joining me now is Eric Rains. And Eric, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you for having me on, Rob. Eric, what was your intense energetic activation in 2012? Um, so pretty much I had a period of about six months where I was every day doing uh, hours worth of yoga, energetic movement, qigong, and energy work on myself. And I actually activated my heart space. And this activation was so intense that um, it literally made uh, the air around my heart space so hot that it was burning my chin. And as this was going through my body, mm -hmm. it started actually... Uh, removing things that were made out of dense and stuck and heavy energy because it was like turning on the energy of the sun inside the body. And as this was happening, I was able to observe it and be completely aware of the energetics as this was going on. And once it was done, once it was finished, I felt absolutely amazing. My head was completely and totally silent. All the pain in my body was completely gone. And I felt just 
you know, overwhelmingly joyous. And the crazy part was I could start to see these dark, heavy bits of energy inside of the people around me. And as soon as I would grab a hold of them and remove them out of their body, mm -hmm. their body would start to get bright energetically. And uh, that was that initial activation right there in 2012 that really kind of cued me into all of this. Now, this dark energy that you talk about, could we look at that as, as negativity? Because right now in today's society, thanks to all the electronic gizmos that we all have access to, whether we want to or not, we're still affected by it. The stress in life, the social upheaval that every one of us face during a day, is this what the dark matter is, or is the dark matter that you talk about something totally different? Uh, well, that's definitely, uh, it has quite a bit to do with that aspect, but mm -hmm. what I'm actually talking about is a consciousness that does not have a body that is parasitic in nature. So when we break this down, we start to look at um, the visible light spectrum is only 0.0035% of the entire electromagnetic spectrum, meaning that we're seeing less than 1% of everything that's out there. Um, there are different types of consciousnesses that exist energetically outside of the visible realm of spectrum, and their food is the negative flavor of emotion that human beings can create. And so what I'm talking about right here is a mix of those things. What you're, what you're experiencing on the surface level, those are mm -hmm. nothing more than symptoms of the system. The system that is underneath the surface that's invisible to most people who don't understand how the energetic works inside of reality, uh, it's really kind of hidden and you just don't understand you don't see it and as you start to develop yourself and become more refined mm -hmm. and more open to the energetic nature of reality inside of yourself you expand your consciousness to the point where it slips past being able to be hidden on these levels right here and suddenly you can see them and uh, anybody can do this I mean I teach people how to do it all the time and the amazing part is just the physical benefits of it. You know, you, you stop hurting as soon mm -hmm. as you have this negative energy, this stagnant emotional trauma energy out of the body. It no longer has a reason for the muscle memory to be pulling the bones out of alignment to pinch on the nerves to cause pain, and suddenly the pain goes away. Well, let's, let's take one step at a time. For example, what is your definition of the makeup of reality? Gotcha. Okay, so... If we are looking at the quantum nature of reality, we see how all these big systems break down into smaller and smaller systems. Mm -hmm. And so we can start really big. You know, the, the whole entire universe is made up of billions, if not trillions, of galaxies. And inside of each one of these galaxies is a makeup of uh, millions and billions of stars. You know, the stars have a makeup of a solar system. And then you go into the actual human conscious design, and we see how we're connected into that bigger system because it goes smaller within us. We look at the different smaller systems that make up the human body, such as the musculature, the skeletal, the, uh, uh, the nervous system. And, you know, all these different things that co coincide and correspond together, and then they work in harmony with each other, are also made up of smaller systems. And so we break it down into the protein chains, the amino acids that make up all these bigger things, and then we break it down even more into the cellular structure, which is created by the atomic structure. You know, and those are created by the protons, the neutrons, and the electrons, and those are all created by quarks. And so we break this down deeper and deeper, and we can go bigger and bigger and bigger, but it all comes down to the exact same thing. There has to be a basis. There has to be a 
fundamental primordial ooze, I guess you could say, that all matter springs from, that all reality springs from, that the atomic structure works on. And so when we're starting to recognize this, but then we look at things along the lines of like the double slit experiment that shows us that not only is light both a particle and a wave, human consciousness can actually interact with the atomic structure just by observing it. And so we see that the atomic structure has to have a base, and then we see that our conscious observation can shift the atomic structure, and we start to see the connections being made here with the human consciousness and the way that it interacts with reality. And so when we start getting into um, the energetic nature of why reality is the way that it is, what we're seeing with our visible spectrum is only a tiny sliver of everything that's going on. What's happening is that the universe is constantly speaking in... Sorry about that. Sure. The universe is constantly speaking all the time, and it's in a language that we just are having problems understanding. Now, the language that we speak, the human uh, verbal communication that we communicate with, it doesn't encompass the feeling. It doesn't encompass the intent or the emotion or anything else around the language that the universe is broadcasting with this full 100% spectrum energy. And so the human consciousness inside of all of this is that energetic basis, the makeup of the same exact thing that the reality is around us. And as we start to heighten the forms of focus inside of the body through different states of consciousness, we can actually train our consciousness to interact on that subatomic nature around us. And that's how we start to recognize, you know, this oneness that everybody's talking about in the spiritual community, about how everything is all one. Because it's not that I am the same as you. We are two fundamentally different people and different individuals. But the basis of the reality that everything is made up of, it's all the same thing. And it's just how we interact inside of it and the flavor of energy that we bring into that moment that uh, allows us to um, interact with the reality differently. And so reality is not just a solid thing around us. It's something that we can interact with consciously. And all we have to do is figure out how. You know, looking back in time 30, 40 years ago, this problem wasn't as prevalent as it is today. What's happened in order to kick this off to such a high degree? Um, Well, a few different things. Like if we're looking... Uh, at everything 40 or 50 years ago, we're seeing the infiltration of the technocratic society and then everything that goes with that. Um, you know, and as the, the rise of the technology really gets more prevalent, you're seeing that transhumanist agenda that's starting to be pushed. Uh, and this is something that has been kind of planted into the subconscious for a while because the cycles that the planet is running off of as we move through different areas in the galaxy um, we are going through different extremes, different polarity levels of uh, extremely less vibratory resonances and extremely high vibratory resonances. And these cycles create a, uh, a, a polarity shift and dominance shift. And so we have the dominance of lack of light, more uh, darkness, more in, uh, lack of information and obfuscation. And then we have cycles of where the uh, the light, more information, more flow has dominance. Eric, so we're, Eric I'm going to have to stop here because I do have to take my fixed break. Exonation Eric okay. Rains is our special guest and his website is www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. That's unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. And 
We'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Nation, our guest this hour is Eric Rains. His website is www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. Before we went to the break, uh, I was asking you about, you know, how come 30, 40 years ago these problems weren't as prevalent or as noticeable as they are now? And you said it had something to do with the the way that we're going through the universe, the vibration, the, the vibratory frequencies are, aren't the same now. As we go through the center to the other side, are these vibrations going to come back to the natural state that are better for humans, or is the upheaval because of the vibrations going to continue? So one of the things that's going on is that the service to self agenda, the one that has held dominance over the planet for a while, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they don't want to give it up. And so as the frequencies begin to rise, as the consciousness begins to rise on the planet, they're doing a lot of uh, work to keep that vibratory resonance down. And this is one of the reasons why you're seeing such a rise in the uh, electromagnetic grid to really kind of dumb down the uh, multidimensional perception that humanity is starting to blossom through. And so, you know, it's, it's a few natural things with these cycles that are going on, but what's happening here is we've got a parasitic consciousness that hijacked the natural polarity of uh, void space, of darkness, of lack of information, uh, you know, which is nothing more than a opposite side of the same coin. And then they overbalanced it. And so then it became, instead of something that is used to show you what you really truly want to experience and what mm-hmm. you really truly don't want to experience, and then make that decision to step beyond duality, right. uh, it became atrocity for the sake of atrocity. And so that's, you know, that's why the world is the way that it is right now. That's why there's so much beauty in the world. And yet at the same time, we can't get away from the fundamental core rots at society, the war, the, the, the wanting to hurt each other, you know, mm-hmm. these greeds and uh, the, the evils that everybody calls human nature it has literally been created off of the situation that we were raised inside of with the scarcity mentality and then all these different uh, programmings from the school age all the way up until, you know, it's death time, you know, and it's, uh, it's a really messed up situation that's been going on. But the really amazing thing about all of this is that there's really no choice for, uh, them to have to finalize and continue what they're doing 
in their own space without us because we are waking up. We are getting to the point to where there is energy on the planet right now that it's unleashing the natural state of humanity. And the natural state of humanity is not what we're looking at right now. The natural state of humanity is a very open, very sovereign, very generous, kind, benevolent, loving, multidimensional creator. And that's what we're beginning to remember. And that's why it's all about stepping into the state of being in the now and ignoring what the mind is saying in the, the physical words mm-hmm. and going right directly to the feeling and following that. All right, so how do, we know, how do we know that this is affecting everybody and not only a select few that are susceptible to this variation in frequencies? Uh, well, look at the state of the world right now. Well, that, um, yeah, there's a lot to take into consideration there. You just can't say it's because we're going through the universe and the vibrations are changing. Oh, you're 100% right. Um, and my whole thing is don't ever listen to anything that I say, and mm-hmm. believe me, don't take it at face value. What I want okay. you to do is actually prove it for yourself. Uh, I've got techniques on my uh, YouTube channel. If you search for Unleashing Natural Humanity on YouTube, I've got, I believe, seven different meditations. Mm-hmm. And there's one specifically called the Breath of Life Meditation. And that one right there, if you walk through that and you learn that technique, this is something that you can actually learn to polarize your your chi flow, your magnetic field, and then start moving it through your body. And when you start tapping in on this, it starts to activate and evolve different types of um, perception inside of the body that have been shut off beforehand. And suddenly you can start to tap into these resonances for yourself. This isn't something that we can prove right now. This is something that you have to feel. But as we feel it and we walk down this path, suddenly the, the veil is peeling back and people are starting to do things that, you know, medical science says is impossible. So, you know, the proof is in the pudding and it's all about the results. And as we ignore what the mental words are saying and what people say you can't do and we go into the feeling of what we can do, miracles are happening. What kind of miracles? Um, so I've seen quite a few different things like uh, diseases that uh, can't be cured, such as um, you know, hepatitis, things along those lines, herpes, you know, those types of different diseases I've actually seen, not only uh, after a session with me, them regressing, but I've seen them after, uh, there's been a few notable cases where things regressed completely and then it no longer showed up. But after some training and Mm -hmm. learning how to move this energy for yourself and a protocol for about two or three months, these people are curing themselves. Um, My favorite one was a lady who had endometriosis, and every single menstrual cycle since she started at uh, about 12 years old was absolutely brutal for her. It was one of the most painful things that you could imagine going through every month. Mm. And after one session, like it was completely gone. She went into the doctor, and they did the uh, ultrasound on her uterus, and they couldn't find any of the endometriosis whatsoever. You know, so there's multiple aspects of what can be done here. It's just what level are we willing to take the confirmation that the placebo effect makes conscious reality inside the body and then heighten it? You know, it's how far can we go with that? Literally, the uh, imagination's the limit. But if this technique actually can cure and, as you said, perform miracles, why isn't it being used by the Western medical society, the medical doctors? Well, because Western medicine is completely and totally closed down to any ideas that have to do with chi other than acupuncture. And they can't explain why acupuncture works, but mm-hmm. they have uh, done plenty of testing and studies on it and that they know that the results dictate that it does work. They don't understand why it works. 
Uh, if you actually wanted to go into looking for hospitals that use this, you're going to mm -hmm. have to go into the Eastern world. And China specifically, they have some absolutely amazing healing centers to where they have uh, Western medical trained doctors becoming acupuncturists and licensed massage therapists and learning the body from a completely different level that Chinese medicine teaches. And then they're melding the two and they have all kinds of different amazing tools that are happening. Not only do they have energy healing, which you can actually go online and see these three doctors melting a tumor on the ultrasound right in front of you, hmm. uh, but then they have the surgeries. If there's something that's needed on those lines, you know, that's what Western medicine is for. Trauma cannot be contained with, uh, you know, laying of hands and running chi through it. You know, if somebody is in a car accident and they have a traumatic injury, uh, the best you're going to get from me is turning green and possibly getting some vomit in your wounds. You know, <laughs> like I'm not good for that. Like we have to take the 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 knowledge of where we are right now because it's so much further than where we were in the mm. ancient times when these things were well known. And then we have to meld the two. That's where the uh, the true magic is, and it's the melding of the two. And we don't have much of that here in the United States. But I am on the search for uh, doctors who want to hook up clients of mine into um, uh, lab tests and start actually doing stuff like this because that's the next level of where I'm trying to go with the healing. Where did you get your training? Um, so I uh, I was trained at the massage or as a massage therapist at the National Holistic Institute, and then I actually was working with a applied kinesiologist chiropractor for about three years. And when I didn't have anybody I was working on, I was following him around, and he was training me on that, and I was able to actually meld together the uh, the chiropractic points that they use and the connections that they use into the massage therapy, and I developed my own style of massage. I call it the fulcrum method. Uh, that right there, I thought I was actually here on the planet to spread this modality because it worked better than anything else that I'd been trained in, and uh, that actually opened the doorway for me to even find the energy because I would release the lymphatic system, I would release the fascia, and I would get the bones and the muscle memory for everything to be resetting, and yet it wouldn't let go. And I knew there was something else holding on there. And that's where I started developing the chi movement. How does it work physiologically? Um, so our nervous system operates off of an electric charge. It's mm -hmm. not like a battery. We don't have a voltage where there's just like a, a well of power that's always there, and then we create more and put more into it. It's more of an amperage. It's more of a flow. And the nervous system operates roughly on 13.8 amps per second. And that's only if you don't know how to concentrate and make the flow stronger. Now, if you do, well, even if you don't, I can train anybody how to do this. It's just an awareness thing. It's something that we're all connected into and we're all using. You just need to know where to look. Right. Um, but when we start to heighten the focus inside the body, it makes that amperage stronger. Now, the blood in the body, uh, the two most common elements that are in it are iron and water, and those are very electromagnetically conductive elements. And the blood cell itself, when you look at it, you've got a concave side and a convex side. It's got a positive yep. and a negative side, just like a magnet or a battery. And when you're bringing this electric charge through your nervous system and you're polarizing the blood flow with this, you can actually create conscious magnetic fields that you can move through the body with intention. You can then move them outside of the body with intention once you get strong enough creating them inside of the body. And then you can go and do work on the outside of the body anywhere. You can literally uh, work from where I'm at here in Salem, Oregon, all the way in Australia, and it'll feel like they're right, or you're right there next to them, and they're right there next to you, and they can feel the work just like uh, you're just touching them.
All right, stand by, Eric. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation, our guest this mm-hmm. hour is Eric Rains. And if you'd like to visit Eric's website, it is www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. That's unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. And Eric and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. That's www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. And our guest this hour is Eric Rains. And Eric, before we went to the news break, we were discussing how the physiological aspect of this works. And I, I have a hard time trying to fathom why it seems that everything that you're talking about has been, you know, it has been successfully proven why you know i i can't understand why mainstream medicine would not jump on the opportunity of working with you and then implementing this across the board because the way the medical situation is in these days this would be a godsend gift oh yeah most definitely um the the difference is that i charge way less than the doctors do Mm -hmm. and so uh while i could be charging tens of thousands of dollars for these sessions and for these types of trainings uh how are we going to ever afford that and rise up as a, a people cohesively together um, you know, and that's the other thing too. I have worked with doctors, I've worked with nurses mm-hmm. and they're just all flabbergasted and blown away by what not only can I do by myself, but right. what they can eventually do by themselves too. And, you know, it, it comes down to the point that honestly, I really don't know why this hasn't been picked up because the more people who do this, the more who recognize how real this magic is that we can internally tap into to release physical pain, trauma, from emotional stagnancies, you know, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. we can release all of this inside of ourselves right here, right now, and we don't need a pill to do it. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the pharmaceutical industry is a massive multi-billion dollar, if not trillion dollar yes. a year industry, and they, they don't like things that cut into their profits like that. You called it magic. Is it is it magic or is this something that we have the natural ability to do, but over the eons that we have been developing on this planet, we have forgot this ancient wisdom. 
And because of you and the work that you're doing as others in this energy field are, are doing, that this, this forgotten ancient knowledge is being revisited and re-implemented to, to make the necessary and natural changes within our bodies. Uh, without a doubt. Um, this isn't something that is supernatural. Yeah. I, when I say magic, I, I say magic is something that is uh, just as natural as your sight or your hearing mm -hmm. or your taste or your okay. touch or your, your sense of hear, uh, smell. Right. And the, the, the physical magic that each one of us can do, because let's face it here, you know, like if we can create a field of energy that then we can perceive with, that we can take to travel anywhere on the planet or anywhere inside of the solar system or the galaxy for yeah. that matter. If we can do that, is that not in and of its sense, the essence of magic? And if it's something that we can all do, does that make humanity not a magical species? And that's where I come from with this because it really truly is magic that each one of us can do. But mm -hmm. the problem is we just can't see it right now. Because we can't see it. We, it doesn't register with us. Is it, is it because uh -huh. this is what society has trained us to be? If you can't see it, it can't be real. Well, most of the interference is on the mind level. Mm -hmm. And if we start looking at the mind, we have to recognize that the body brain is the entirety of the human experience, the human perception. And we're limiting ourselves inside of this little tiny ball up in top of the, in the head. And so, like, if you're actually looking in utero at how the body is forming, the neural tissue, it forms in a mass that creates the heart to begin with. And then the top splits off to become the brain and the bottom splits off to become the intestines. And so this is why you hear about things like the gut instinct or the belly brain, you know, but right. that's the, the instinctive understanding of everything. That's the feeling, the sensation, that primordial instinct. And what we've been is stuck inside of the head. And so if we are talking in words, we're actually slowing down the ability to think because natural thought takes place in the language of light, which is imagery, which is visualization, sensation, to where you can download a whole packet of like a PhD's worth of information that you would then have to, you know, spend the next 10 hours speaking out loud into English to translate. And so, you know, this is where we have to start recognizing that in order to really come back to who we truly are, back into the natural state, we have to implement the entire body, the entire perception, and most of the interference is inside of the mind. And so we have this voice inside of our head that's constantly speaking bad about us, that's constantly telling us we can't do that, and yet we have it to, you know, it's just our own voice inside of our head, and so that's the excuse. That's why it's okay. And yet, if anybody were to talk to you the same mm -hmm. way that we talk to ourselves internally, you know, we wouldn't stand for it. And that right there is the secret, because as soon as we stop listening to the voice inside of the mind, as soon as we stop listening to the words, and we go directly to the feeling, to the experience, right. that leads us right directly to truth. And we can feel truth, you know, it's like hot and cold. Truth and falsehood are very distinctive energies. They certainly are. When you start tapping, yeah? No, I was just saying they certainly are different energies, and you can really pick up oh, on it. Yeah. Oh, you can. And when you start tapping into these different types of energies and you feel them, mm -hmm. it literally points you in the direction that you need to go. And so when you start hearing about something that it fills your soul with 
like that tingling sensation with that, that movement and that excitement and that, Oh, what is this? Yeah. You know, that right there's the body language. It's speaking to you. And when we start following that, it leads us directly to where we need to go. And so, you know, there are a lot of people like me and there's not many that are as outspoken as I am. And there's a lot more who are more well-known and more outspoken than I am. But there are people all around the world who are starting to understand this and they're bypassing the physical mind that spoken word barrier and they're going right directly to the feeling and they're starting to operate on that because when you start to operate on that feeling it opens up the door to body language perception now body language perception has very specific commands and these commands aren't words what they are are feelings that have intense emotion and movement and sensation and visualization behind it mm -hmm. and so you can literally feel it move inside your body and you get out of the state of wishing something would happen or happen or hoping that something would happen and you get into the mode of just doing it so if you have tense musculature you know you can bring your awareness right directly into the area and tell it in the body language that it understands to let go i don't prefer this this doesn't feel good i need you to feel like this and let it go how is all and this that's how we make that but that's how we make that jump so how is all this going to be affected with the transhuman movement and what they want to accomplish you know, honestly, I, I don't know, uh, but I do know for a fact that everything that transhumanism is trying to push, mm -hmm. uh, organic biological evolution already has something that the transhumanist agenda is trying to replicate. And that replication, it might seem amazing to us in our limited perspective of what we're stuck inside of right now, mm -hmm. but when we start recognizing how truly boundless the human consciousness is inside of our organic wetware bodies, uh, that's when we start recognizing how limiting the transhumanist agenda truly is, because it might look amazing from this perspective, but when you start expanding out beyond it, you realize how limiting it truly is. And so everything the transhumanists are trying to do, there's a biological, organic, evolutionary pattern that we can already tap into that would do the exact same thing a million times better and a million times faster. What is meridian clearing or balancing? Ah, so this is my favorite right here. Okay. So when we're looking at the 12 major organs inside of the body, mm -hmm. uh, we see that we have a yin and a yang organ. We have one that works and the energy flows up, and we have one that it works in conjunction with that one that flows down, like the gallbladder and the liver. They work together. Yeah. And so the gallbladder meridian, that flows from earth to, or excuse me, from heaven to earth, or from the head to the feet, and mm -hmm. the liver flows from earth to heaven, from the foot to the head. And they actually correspond with a very specific emotion, which is anger and uh, frustration. And so if you have a lot of anger and frustration in your life, the nervous system, the way that it's all set up, it's like a fuse box. And so if you overload the organ, it will actually short circuit the nerves and it will cause a bunch of pain inside of the area. And so you'll find that people who have uh, a lot of back pain in between the shoulder blades and mm -hmm. up on the neck, it's their liver that's connected directly into those muscles, and it's a lot of anger energy that's causing that tension and that tightness for the nervous system to keep bouncing that command to seize up back and forth. And so what I do is I go through those meridians and I flush chi through, like I'm bringing uh, clean, cool water through stagnant, stuck mud, and then I flush it through, and all of a sudden the uh, energy starts moving, the organ starts to get clean flow, blood flow, 
and it starts to regenerate and it feels a lot better. The pain that that's connected into with that fuse box of that blown out vertebrae system, uh, it shuts down and all of a sudden you don't have the reason for the pain in there anyways and the muscle memory uh, releases and the bones start to click back into place through natural movement. We don't have to do adjustments or anything. We just, if there's anything that doesn't release with the energy work, we do a little bit of massage, get mm -hmm. the musculature to release, get the blood flow moving through, and all of a sudden, voila, there it so, is. So basically, what you're doing is an energy reboot. Yes. Gotcha. Hey, listen, stand by, Eric. You and I have to take our final break. Exonation Eric Rains is our guest. His website is www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. And Eric and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, Exonation, you can watch the Exxon TV channel if you are part of Simul TV. And what's that you say? You're not? All you need to do is go to www.simultv.com. That's S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. You can sign up to watch the all the 130-plus international channels right on your iPhone, your iPad, your desktop. You can download and play 500 video games, video on demand, and much, much more. Visit www.simultv.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Eric Rains and I will be back as we wrap up this hour on the other side of these short breaks. Don't go away. Rains is our special guest explanation. His website is www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. First of all, Eric, thanks very much for coming on the show and uh, sharing this very, very important knowledge and very interesting knowledge with us here tonight. It's well appreciated. Does this, what we're talking about, have anything to do with what uh, some religious factions call the laying of hands? Um, yeah, it very well might be. Honestly, mm -hmm. I've never done any of the laying of hands, so I okay. couldn't say for sure. Uh, but what I do know for sure is that when somebody has a completely and totally intense emotion inside of themselves and they give themselves over to the feeling, mm -hmm. uh, they can activate some very, very powerful energies. And if you feel like when you're activating these, that you're moving that light through your arms and down and through your hands, when you put it onto people, you can oftentimes clean out the blockage, the stagnancies, or any types of things that are inside of them on an instinctive level. People do this stuff all the time, uh, but then they, you know, they give it over to God. They say that it was God that did that, when in fact they were tapping into the God source that's within them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's similar to what I do in some of the things that I've heard from the results of that. Uh, what I do is a conscious way to do it. I show people how to train themselves to make them stronger, to build up that resonance to where they can call on it any time that they need to, uh, and instead of having to, you know, just be a, a spontaneous happening. You know, vibrations as well as the electrical impulses that go through our body have a positive and negative. And it seems that 
everything within our universe is binary, a, a positive, a negative, an up and down, an in and out, uh, good, evil. Is this where we're going with this, is that we're just putting everything back into a, a synchronized form that will clear us of all the short uh, the shorts that we're encountering within our body? Um, so this is a really, really interesting one, and I have explored this quite a bit. Um, so I call the the parasitic growth, the cancer, mm -hmm. I call that the false darkness okay. because it's not true darkness. It's not the, the yin aspect. It's not the dark as opposed to the light. It's mm -hmm. atrocity for the sake of atrocity. And what's happening is we're having to explore this whole next aspect that is weighing down the, uh, the yin level or the, uh, the dark side level. And we're having to go into the light and counterbalance it. And what's happening is we're literally kind of creating a, uh, a false light, but not in the um, the nature that the the false light systems that we hear about, like the don't go into the tunnel, it's a trap, that kind of a thing. Right. Um, I'm talking about like a false light as in this is the darkness's version of what the darkness is supposed to be. So if you had a consciousness that was born completely inside of the yin aspect, inside of the dark aspect, and it never knew anything else, mm -hmm. and then it tried to create its version of God, uh, this is what we're experiencing on the false darkness level like that. And so it's almost like what we're seeing is that we have to create uh, an even brighter counterbalance on the other side. And so instead of a duality, we're actually evolving into a quadrality right now. And I haven't heard anybody even talking about anything like this. And uh, I don't know what's in store for the future, but I do know for a fact that we are on a a path of very, very interesting revealing of not only our history, but what has been hidden from us that is underneath the surface. And I don't think this is going to be like a disclosure, like somebody is in front of a microphone and cameras. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a disclosure, like all of a sudden the layers that are keeping us from this ancient knowledge are going to start disappearing. You talk about something that is called quantum pause breathing. What is that and how does it work? Uh, quantum pause breathing is a very easy physiological breathing pattern to drop the fight-or-flight response into mm -hmm. rest and relaxation. Um, the autonomic nervous system, you have two states. You have fight-or-flight and rest and relaxation, and those systems control everything that you don't have to focus on, like the breathing, the heartbeat, the digestion, the endocrine function, reproduction, so on and so forth. And when you can consciously drop yourself out of a triggered, elevated state into rest and relaxation, that's where you can start dropping the brain patterning out of the surface alpha and beta states, deeper into the delta, the omega, and the theta states, where you can actually interact with the body and do quote-unquote miracles inside of the body with healing. Um, now, quantum pause, what this does, I call it... Uh, quantum pause or four count breathing and so if you're going to inhale you'll want to count how much a long deep inhalation is for you and if it takes you five seconds to get all the way up to the top you're going to want to hold your breath all the way at the top for five seconds exhale for five seconds and then at the very bottom of the breath you're going to hold on to that for five seconds and so it's not just an inhale and an exhale there's two pauses one at the top and one at the bottom and as you follow this breathing pattern, it will actually drop you into a meditative state much, much faster than just about any other type of breathing out there. 
And uh, what it does is it starts to secrete DMT from the lungs and the pineal gland. And you can't go more than 10 minutes with this breathing style without actually leaving your body. It's uh, very, very powerful and very easy. And it's a really fun tool to have in your pocket. Like if you're ever starting to get uh, you know, kind of nervous or frustrated or lack of confidence, just dropping into this for two or three minutes, it really evens everything out. It's like having an Ambien in your back pocket. So how does, how does the out-of-body segment work? You know, when, when the body leaves, what part of the consciousness actually leaves the body? And how does that consciousness know to get back to that specific body and not another body? Uh, because unless you're dead and the soul has severed bonds with the body, mm -hmm. uh, there's always a connection. You can always wiggle your fingers, you can always wiggle your toes and feel the physical sensation, and that's the anchor to draw you back. Um, the, the human consciousness, it travels faster than the speed of light. You can ex extend your consciousness to the other side of the galaxy in a blink of an eye. And just by knowing that you have a body, that there's an anchor, a true flesh place for you to come back to, right. there will always be something. You know, uh, people talk about like seeing a silver cord or something connected to you. I don't see anything like that. What I know is that as I project myself out, it's because I'm projecting myself out from where I am. And I always go back to where I come from. Mm -hmm. And so until I no longer need this body anymore, this is where I am. So what, how would this, how would what we're talking about tonight, the quantum uh, pause breathing, the meridian clearing, uh, the vibrational uh, magic that we've been talking about, for lack of better words, how can we get people to better understand this and how can we get people to implement it to themselves in order to get themselves to feel better? Um, so again, if you go to my YouTube channel, Unleashing Natural Humanity, and you go through uh, some of the meditations there, I have them all broken down mm -hmm. into subfolders. I've got presentations, Q and A's, and then oh. the meditations and techniques. Uh, you can go into any one of those videos, mm -hmm. uh, but I would recommend going into the Breath of Life to begin with and learn that technique. Try to prove me wrong. You know, like if you truly apply yourself and use these techniques, you will have physical experiences and movement inside of the body. And it might start off as just a tiny bit of a sensation, but as mm -hmm. you focus on it and you make it stronger, it becomes stronger until you can actually start to use these energies yourself. You know, don't take my word for it. Do it and then see how you feel afterwards. Why isn't there more information out there pertaining to energy healing? Why is it such a, a closed subject? Why is it only... Uh, on, on shows like ours and, and other shows that are, are independent of the major advertising agencies and, and the revenue that, that, they, that they generate for a lot of these shows and networks. Why is it a... Um, because... You know, it seems like well, it's a big secret. Well, there's been a concentrate... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying it seems like it's a well-kept secret. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Definitely. There has been a concentrated effort, especially within the past hundred years, to mm -hmm. make anything that deals with the realms of invisibility, which is the other ninety-nine point, you know, nine nine seven percent or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, that's everything inside of that, and. Um, there's a, been a concentrated effort to make anything that we can't physically see to be not real, to be something that 
if you are dealing with those levels and you're crazy, you're a loony, you're, you, you need to go into the nut house and have some, you know, electrodes attached to your brain. Mm. And so this concentrated effort has created a trauma reaction around this to where easily, I'd say two thirds of the planet has had experiences that they can't explain, uh, but they don't talk about it because they get scared of stepping out, you know, being the one with the attention on them, speaking the crazy thing. And it's not crazy. It's, Everybody else is experiencing it, too, but nobody wants to stand up and say something about it. And as we get into these times right now, these experiences are getting more and more and more and more intense. And it's going to get to a breaking point to where people are going to actively start openly talking about this again. But, you know, we have to just get it out there. It has to start moving into the collective consciousness. It has to start being used. And so it's not just people like me who are doing this. It's everybody who starts to recognize that there are different ways of being and things that we can do to actively improve ourselves right here, right now. And as people try them and they recognize it, it shifts the collective a little bit more. More people find out, more people learn. And all we got to do is just keep going. You know, this is the path of love. This is the path of activation and evolution. And as we stay on it, people recognize it because it resonates. It feels good to see people on that path. And so you want to do it too. Eric, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. I hope that we have the pleasure of having you back on in the future. But until then, thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much for having me on tonight, Rob. This is fun. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself, young man. And ExoNation, if you'd like more information about Eric Rains, visit his website, www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. That's www.unleashingnaturalhumanity.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon all around the world from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away.